This is the B&J Podcast. Parents, don't let your children listen to this fucking filth. Fucking filth. Fucking filth.
and we are in the middle of driving uh, in Santa Barbara uh, because we decided to honor a dead person. Ooh, honoring dead people! Yay! Yay. We um, you wanna you wanna no, explain you this do one? It. You do it. So uh, yeah, we, we have a friend who uh, recently uh, shuffled off this mortal coil, as Jimmy and I have been very very uh, anxious to do ourselves, but. Uh, but we've been too too big a pussies to do it ourselves. Yeah, and someone, you know, one of our friends who we're very sorry is gone, but in the true sense of a conquering warrior, he grabbed that pussy. Yeah. Grab that pussy. Words to live by. <laughs> so it's the day after. Today is the 8th? It's the day after the, the Trump uh, tapes uh, were discovered or released or whatever the fuck happened with those. Yeah. Um, and um, my only thought was um, of confusion, really. Because I didn't know Billy Bush was straight. <laughs> I think that was the thing that shocked me the most. Because you sort of expect that from Trump, right? That, I mean, that's the biggest thing about this, is that, you know, the... And there's not actually that many people who have renounced Trump uh, publicly based on this. But those who have, it's just like, real, that's the thing that really tipped you over. It wasn't, you know, the repeated racist and sexist and really alarming shit that proved that he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. But, but it, you know, but like some gross, you know, scatological talk. I don't know, scatological is probably not the right word, but... I mean, what, like, what do you even Vaginal call that? Talk. He called it locker room, which is, I don't which think is, that's not true. No. No. Um, it's gross. Like, it's, there's no way around everything about the language that he used is gross. And the best part about it is that now on CNN and Fox News and whatever other new, uh, cable news networks there are, the word pussy is being used more times than at the cat show. <laughs> And they are using it in reference to a woman's vagina. Yeah. Uh, which I think is wonderful. It's, which is the only time you think of a woman's vagina. It's particularly wonderful. No, I think, no. When I was birthed through it, I thought it was pretty wonderful. Did you? Yeah. Do you remember that? No. I just remember, like, like, my, I don't remember it either, but when I saw Enter the Void, that was pretty much, I figured that was pretty much it. <laughs> like, it was, it was this awful experience, <laughs> awful traumatic experience was, was going to be where it ended up. Yeah, so, anyhow, so, you know, it's, the services were held, our memorial thing was held up in Santa Barbara, and we actually got to reconnect with a lot of uh, old friends we haven't seen. I, for me, some, it's been about 15 years since I've seen them. Yeah, since, since you uh, left, left school. Since I, well, like not, only left, not only left school, but left Santa Barbara, because I left here in 2001. Yeah. Uh, much uh, much uh, before a lot of the other folks did. And there's a big contingent of people who went to school in Santa Barbara who never, ever want to be in California again if they can help it. Yeah. Which I, I, I don't get that. Like, I get the whole not being able to live in Santa Barbara thing anymore because I don't think I can live here until I'm, like, really, really old. 
um, if I make it that long. Yeah, I was going to say, good luck. I mean, when did you quit smoking? Uh, five years ago. Has it been five years? Did been you quit smoking years. before I did? Yeah, I, I quit uh, 2011. Summer of 2011. It's been over five years now. I just, I was, yeah, I can't, I can't remember. I think I've asked you this before, like, whenever mm-hmm. we talk about this, that you've actually quit, like, yeah. about seven or eight months before I did. Um, anyhow, yeah, so it was great uh, reconnecting with people. Um, this is a super exciting podcast so No, far. it totally is. Yeah. Um, in my uh, scatological... This is going to be another one where, where uh, Jimmy doesn't post it because he hates it. Yeah, the last one, we recorded something about a month ago, uh, but I just couldn't bring myself to post it uh, because, let's see, uh, my grandmother died, so I'm going through some emotional shit. Brendan's going through emotional shit. Yeah, but I don't even have an excuse. No, but, like... I, I mean, we don't need an excuse. It just is, you know? That's how our brains, our fucked up brains are, so... Like, for me, mine was triggered a little new. It, nothing triggered, but it just is, right? <laughs> mine's just on, like... Mine's like you hold down the trigger and it just sprays forever. It's, it's just garbage <laughs> shit forever. Oh, my God. It's like I watched a little bit of a hostel yesterday. It was... IFC was showing it. And, like, I caught that trail in and... The movie's not that bad. No, it's not actually. For it's, a revenge flick, it's pretty good. Yeah, and the uh, and the Takeshi Miike uh, uh, cameo is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so I just got off a two week road trip with one of my aunts who I don't get along with, but I'm the person she gets along with the best in our family. So hence. Was me and her. So for two weeks, we went up the PCH around the California coast, and we cut through I-5 and went up Oregon and Washington, spent a day in Seattle, went to Vancouver, stayed there for a couple of days, and then went down, back down, headed through Idaho and Montana, and came all the way down south through Utah and all that stuff. And we're back, and it's very depressing. Um, you were saying you were depressed when you left and you were depressed when you got back, but the trip was okay. The trip was good. The trip was good. I enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed it more had my aunt not been there, but irregardless, it was fun. I got to drive through snow, uh, which was some bullshit, let me tell you. I hate, like, I don't want to drive through snow. I'm an LA kid. Like, snow and me, like, no. Um, So I was a little miffed about that, but, you know, you deal with what you get, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. No. (laughs) I don't expect anyone to pay attention. So what else have you been up to besides uh, driving driving around the country? Um, Well, right now we are entering Montecito. Population 10,000. Elevation 193. Is that is that going to be underwater when the sea levels rise? Or we can only hope. No, I don't think so. No. And we are now traveling about 15 miles an hour down the 101. This is really the worst. Ah, uh, yeah. Um. So what else have I been? I don't know. What have you been up to? You went camping. I went camping. Yes, you did. It was fine. 
Uh, it was actually, it, basically I went camping uh, early for my birthday. I had a better time, I think, than Faith did, because um, we camped up, in, uh, up on the Kern River, and every time we've been camping not um, deep in the forest, mm-hmm. I've had this problem of being way too fucking hot and not being able to, like, cool off at all. So when I saw that there were campgrounds kind of near the river, I went, hey, let's go do that. And so we did. Um, she had kind of had her had her uh, hopes pinned on uh, going up a little and getting a little further away from people. So she was bothered by the fact that there were still people, you know, kind of driving by. And there was, like, people who camp, some of them, especially people who camp with their families, can be the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh, there was so, like, we actually bought a box of garbage bags and hauled four to five bags of garbage out from down by the river um because people had just left like their like uh you know fruit gusher uh bottles and uh roll-ups and capri suns and like just garbage all down by the river um which is the river's beautiful it was Uh like serene like um you know like there were from our campsite, you actually couldn't see any development whatsoever. Um, it just looked like, you know, like you could see the river and you could see um, sort of where the road was, but you couldn't actually see the road. You couldn't see any cars on it. It was just, it was, it felt really nice and really removed, but there, you know, people had to come and fucking ruin it because that's what people do. So, there are such fucking pigs. Yeah, I have been, I mean, we talked about this a little bit on the way up here, uh, the, the sort of suicidal urge to kind of vote for Trump and bring about the end times. Yeah. Um, and it's very tempting for me right now. If I, if I was convinced that electing Trump would actually rid the planet of the majority of human beings and it, you know, the right majority of human beings, I would probably be all for it. But unfortunately, most of the most of the times, the wrong sorts of human beings get eliminated yeah. first. Yeah, I know, and you're gonna only be left with like the ten percent of like useless pieces of shit. Yeah, like Trump. And you know, the two of us, we're already tenuous at best with our uh, our, our sanity, skills. sanity to also. Uh, uh, so. But, like, at this point, if I could push a button and kill off, like, a random 90% of humanity, I would probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not even 90%. Let's go Let's go with, like, 30%. Because I think that, I mean, just even that heavy a knock on, on humanity, I think, at this point, would probably be enough to bring us, like, closer together and to be a more sane species. Like, I think the Earth would sigh in relief... Yeah. I mean, we're an awful fucking species. Yeah. We really are. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I hate hippies, but as far as the environmental message of hippiedom, like, they are right. We are, we are fucking terrible for the environment. Mm-hmm. This has been really an excellent remembrance of why we hate Central California. <laughs> but we are going to move there. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but we hate everything. Yeah, we do. That's, I mean, that's our charm. Is it? Yeah. We hate everything. We're very nonchalant. What have you been, uh, what have you been watching lately? 
What have I? Uh, movies, not not a hell of a lot. Um, and you've been gone for two weeks. So I've been gone. Yeah, uh, but there are a couple shows that like surprise me how much I like them. So I've only seen the pilot episodes of the ABC shows uh, Speechless and Designated Survivor, <laughs> which um, it actually surprised me how much I like them. I'm honestly a little surprised about Designated Survivor just because it sounds like it is the recipe to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the first episode was pretty good. Like, it, I mean, you knew... I mean, in the first ten minutes, the well, you know, capital I mean, from, gets blown Yeah, up. like, from the TV Guide summary, you know what happened. Yeah. I mean, so was it just, like, the sort of, like, raw, you know, like... Happiness of watching the Capitol blow up that made you like it. It's like it's like Independence Day when they blow up the White House, and you're like, yeah. Perhaps that's a little bit of part of it, but no. I mean, like here you have a guy who's the Secretary of uh, HUD, and he was the told. Paul Newman movie. They have a secretary for that. <laughs> Housing and urban development. Oh, like Chud. But yeah, without the sea. Without the sea. Um, and so he, the president tells him to uh, resign the following day. And so. Why? Uh, Why does he have to resign? Oh, because the president doesn't like him. He's too big of a pussy or something like that. But it's like, you know, keep for Sutherland. No, no. There's no grabbing of pussies or anything. Um. But it's like Kiefer Sutherland, you know? He was 24. Jack whatever his name. Jack Bauer. <laughs> I, I think I want him to be referred to as 24 from now on. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, who played FBI counter-terrorist agent 24. <laughs> it's, well, just I like, knew. it's just like people, like people who use, like, like uh, this came up on Twitter yesterday. People who use, like, Dracula or Frankenstein as, like... The monster, the name well, for the monster. Well, not not just as the name for the monster, but as a synecdoche for uh, for all mon- for all uh, vampires, or <laughs> you know, like or golems, like <laughs> just like oh yeah, it was a Frankenstein, or oh it was a Dracula. I was attacked by Draculas. Is <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. I actually do. I I, I do do that with Blackula. I refer to Blackula as as a uh, as a proper noun. That's fine. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, anyhow, so designated survivor. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole thing about him. Like, you know, the uh, White House. They're like saying, "Oh, you're not even supposed to be president. You're supposed to be fired, and all of that." So that's like the whole. But that's also like the setup for uh, Battlestar Galactica too. I mean. Yeah, but who cares about Battlestar Galactica? Have you ever watched Battlestar Galactica? No. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to go home. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're going to watch Battlestar Galactica. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Why? Because you're going to like it. No, I'm not. Yes, you will. No, I'm not. Yes, you will. No. Yes, you will. Um, <laughs> it's, it, like, it's legitimately a good show. Really? Yeah, it is. Like, is it, like, Buffy good or... No, it's not. It's actually nothing like Buffy. Okay, because Buffy wasn't good. Yeah, I know you don't like that, but it's yeah. uh, like it's not. It's a, like it is. It is a deadpan, like very over, uh, like mostly like very serious uh, 
uh, drama that happens to have a sci-fi backdrop. It's not... So it's like Max Headroom? Um... Yeah, actually, it's kind of a, kind of like Max Headroom <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. No, I mean, like, like that's 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 as good a point of reference as any, really. I mean, it's there are some definite differences, but um, yeah, it does it 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 does use sci-fi that same way as okay. as sort of like a, as a a template to give you interesting drama and political uh, uh, allegories. Okay. So yeah. And then speechless is just—it it, was—it's funny, you know. But it's hard to say. Like sitcoms are hard to tell from the pilot whether yeah. they'll be good or not. Yeah. Like it's—it's it's often because there's so much time between when they do the pilot and when they do the other one that unless they reshoot it, it's almost impossible to tell. Like I can't tell you how many shows I've seen where the pilot was awful and the show ended up being great. Yeah. Um, and then more rarely the pilot was great and the show ended up being awful. That seems to happen a lot more now because there seems to be a lot more like high concept bullshit, like Designated Survivor. I'm not saying that that's just bad, mm-hmm. just yes. just, that, just that there tends to be a like you know we were talking about on the way up here like the my most hated show right now that I've never actually watched, but just the premise makes me furious is Blind Spot, yeah, um, which is about a a, a woman who is found covered in tattoos that uh, mysteriously uh, foretell some kind of uh, terrorist super plan or something bullshitty. It's... Uh, anyway, it's bad. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of shows, like, um, I thought I would like at first, but it just got bad, like uh, Lucifer. I liked the first couple of episodes, but then after a while, I was like, I don't care about anyone. And the guy, and the guy, he has a he has creepy eyes, so that always bugged me throughout the show. So like, I just stopped watching it eventually. And then there was a show that was just bad, period, uh, which really disappointed me. Um, Preacher. Which really, I hated the pilot episode. Did you I, watch any more of it? No. Okay, so because I'm curious, because I actually still haven't watched Preacher, but I, I love the comic, and most yeah, of I like, like the comic too. But most of the people I know who like the comic really like the show because they're dumb. <laughs> like, how could you like it? I mean, it's I don't know. I didn't watch it, so it's just it, it was bad. It was very poorly done. Um, I, uh, what was poorly done about it? Like, I thought the story was flimsy, the way they tried to adapt it into a TV. It just dumbed down the plot. It was... It just... Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about... Um, you know, I wrote, I wrote a little bit about it, I think, in, in one of the newsletters this week. Uh, just sort of about how difficult it is to correctly write for TV. And that's not to say that there's any one way to do it, but, like... If you know what your medium is, you need to know how to write for that. And yeah. in a lot of cases, like, and movies are also really guilty of this right now. Blockbusters especially are really guilty of this right now because it's it's like, okay, we have to tie this in with the other 16 superhero movies that are coming out oh. that, that, that share the same universe um, to get everyone excited about it. So let's make like, sure that nothing has a fucking ending. Can we stop with the superhero movies for a little bit? Like, put a little moratorium over it? Because it's just it's too much. It's just too much. And they've been bad. 
Like, I just watched the most recent X-Men. It was an awful trash of a movie. I still haven't watched it yet, because, you know, like, like my, my girlfriend doesn't care about those movies. Yeah. And for the most part, I don't actually care enough to go out of my way to watch them. Um, the last one I think I saw, I was gonna, I was gonna actually try and watch, uh, Batman versus Superman, oh. uh, just because I think it'd be funny. Um, I, like, I hate Zack Snyder so much that I can't imagine that it will be good, and everyone hates it. But I also really want to know why people thought it was going, like, why the people who hate it now, but who were excited about it when it was announced. Fire! Yeah. It's always there. It's the, yeah. it's the burn off from, uh, Oh, that's right. From that's, the oil well. Right, yeah. Any sorry about that. Um, uh, if you know the drive from Santa Barbara to California, you can actually or to, to Los, Los Angeles, Angeles, you can actually tell exactly where we are based on that portion of the conversation. We just, we just left Carpinteria and we're hugging the coast right now before we Have get been, into Ventura. Well, you, I, I guess you probably came up here on your way on your drive up anyway. But uh, the over the past few years, they've put in this uh, this bike lane yeah. uh, off to the side and widened the uh, carpool lane in the. And the overall thing, because this used to be a pretty nasty bottleneck when uh, traffic would back up. But it's much nicer now. I never remembered this being a carpool. Like, I always remembered it being three lanes, and I've always, and I just remember just zooming through here. It, it can be. I also remember at one point, um, I think it was right, uh, it was either right up past this uh, turn. Oh, no, this or, was a, yeah, no, this is, no, you're right. Or um, or, ba- or back where the other one was, uh, we actually had, there was a there was some sort of, like, awful uh, uh, accident uh, on on the highway, and they had to land the helicopter yeah, on the highway in front of us. So. No, and, no, and this used to be cross-traffic, so yeah. this was, yeah, and th- that, they changed that. Yeah, well, they were working on it forever because I, you know, drive up here pretty frequently mm-hmm. for for my my nerd games, but for your rolling the dice games. Yep. Well, I mean, most games you roll the dice for, really. No, not Scrabble. Okay, not Scrabble. And not uh, Cards of Humanity. That's not what the game's called. What's it called? Cards Against Humanity. Okay, whatever. <laughs> But so, so you have watched, so you watched the latest X Men movie. Did yeah, you like it. I thoroughly hated it. Well, I mean, Brian Singer is not really a very good director. Actually, he's gotten lucky a couple of times. The second X Men movie is really good. Like uh, it makes me appreciate just what a great job Christopher Nolan did with his Batman movies. Right? Yeah. I mean, Nolan, like, you know, I do give Nolan a lot of shit because people just. You know, like basically walk up and give him hand jobs mm-hmm. uh, far too frequently. But he really is like, a, I mean, visually he's a great director. Mm-hmm. Um, even when his stories are really stupid, like the last Batman movie, um, they still work. Like, that last Batman movie is one of the dumbest movies ever made. Is that the one with uh, Hardy, Tom Hardy in? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that one, but the, I saw the first two. Yeah. And I thought those were just absolutely excellent. But you never bothered to go see you were just like, whatever, the last one, whatever? Well, no, so the, I only saw the one with Heath Ledger, the second mm-hmm. one. Like, for a while, that's the only one I saw. And then you saw Batman Begins. And then I saw Batman Begins so, so, several times. So, Dark Knight Rises is probably the least out of the three of them. Um, but it's still, like, it's still good. It's just, the plot is, re- like... If you start thinking about the plot at all, you're like, wait, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, this makes absolutely no sense. 
Yeah, but I mean, visually, like the first two, like they're visually, I mean, those are great, great films, and you don't have to be a fan of comic books to appreciate them. Much like the uh, the Tim Burton Batmans, uh-huh. the same way. I felt the same way about So, them. I've only ever seen the second Batman movie, uh, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. uh, once. Um, and it was opening night, and I hated it. Um, so I've never gone back to see it again, even though it has a really great Susie Sue song on the mm-hmm. soundtrack. Um, face to face. Susie Sue and Danny Elfman. Yes. Um, but regardless of that, I've never gone back and watched it again. You should. Um, and people like, yeah, people seem to really like it. I really hated it. And then the one after that came, Batman Forever. I think yeah, the right. one with the first Schumacher the, one, yeah, and, and that brought Batman to a whole new level of suck to me. So, yeah, no, uh, definitely watch the first one. The uh, yeah, the first one with uh, Jack Nicholson is just great. Yeah, that that one was really good, and then the, the second one with the Penguin, that that not as great, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, people like people really loved to uh, uh, call that one like you know. Uh, an underrated classic and a lot of and a lot of yeah I wouldn't go that far with it I can't imagine that that's true I mean I think that the the set design is probably really cool but the set design in the first Batman movie is really cool yeah like the like all and fucking Prince does the whole soundtrack yes like yeah I don't know Mr. Robot we got super into um, although that's another show that has major ups and major downs. Like, okay, have you watched that? Bill? Uh, I've watched the first season, and I've watched the first episode of the of this season. So the, I have to the catch... two hour one, or or just the first part of it. Uh, the two hour one. Yeah. So the because like the I think it's the second I think it's the second part of the of the first episode where they have the. Um, where they have the the ransom and uh, they have the ransom drop and uh, use the Phil Collins song as he sets all the money on fire. It's pretty fucking great. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so no, then I didn't watch the two uh, spoiler hour. alert. Okay, <laughs> that's, no, that's fine. Like I'm fine with spoilers. Like, it's not really, but it happens right at the beginning of the episode, and it's pre- and it's pretty clear what's going to happen uh, early on. No, but I, I like the show. I'm glad he won the Emmy. Uh, I actually, I think that um, there's been a lot of debate about, about you know, like, the second season having some problems. Mm-hmm. I think it's better overall. Um, I, I really think that, especially towards the uh, middle third of the season, uh, there's a real strong um, feeling of, like, the, of those, like, 70s paranoia thrillers. Okay. Like, like uh, The Conversation would be the biggest one, the biggest influence, I think, on it. Um, like the fugitive. Yeah, or uh, um, or uh, God, what's the what's the other? It's not Coppola. It's oh, Blowout, um, the diploma movie. Okay. Um, they like they feel a lot like that, uh, where there is where there's just there's something um, really dark going on, and you're not totally sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not. But it and there is, and there's there's another there's another few big twists, but they work better I think than the first seasons one. Because the first season's one was like, the first season really just felt like Fight Club, the TV series to me. <laughs> um, because almost every plot point it made was from Fight Club. Like it had its fucking 
dick so far up Fight Club's ass that it wasn't even really funny. I didn't think about that until you brought it up to me, yeah. and now, you know, reflecting back on that, I, I totally get that. I totally see that now. But it's, I mean, that said, it's still a good show, and, like, aesthetically, it's gorgeous. And then, moving forward into season two, it's become something really, like, un, not like much else you see on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I guess you do a little bit more with, uh, with like, uh, uh, Walking Dead, where it's, it actually almost feels like a post-apocalyptic show in some ways. Although, okay. there's, there's really a chance of trying to get back <laughs> to, <laughs> to the way things were, but... Not you know like I don't know it's 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 a re- it's it's one of the most interesting shows that's on TV right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as good as Halt and Catch Fire, which is the other thing that we're watching in real time. Uh, over the summer, I was watching um, uh, Dead of Summer, which was fucking terrible, but kind of Dead of Summer. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, uh, anthology show. It's it. It's basically a miniseries. It's a ten-part miniseries um, set at a summer camp. It's a horror horror series set at okay. a summer camp, um, and it's got Zelda Williams as a transgender uh, girl, which I'm sure pissed off somebody because oh, someone's always pissed off about something. Well, and <laughs> especially in the transgender community. Yeah. Or maybe not even in the community. There's people who like to be pissed off. I mean, there's just those people who want to be pissed off. Yeah, and you're never going to please them anyhow. Well, that's the thing. I mean, so, you know, like, like the, the more I hear about people complaining about, both complaining about people being too PC and also complaining about people complaining about being too PC, it's just like, so we need to talk about, what we actually need to discuss is the fact that your being offended doesn't actually mean anything other than that you're offended. Yeah. If I care about you and think you have a point and I am a thoughtful sensitive person so I will reflect on that if you bring something up and say oh yeah I think maybe I was you know maybe I shouldn't go around calling people you know trannies uh, unless I know them personally I mean like I don't you know I don't do that in general with people like I wouldn't say I wouldn't you know like like go up to a gay guy and go hey what's up faggot but I'd go up to you and say hey what's up faggot because, you know. Except in Vancouver, where you pointed out that that could be considered hate speech. <laughs> yeah, but that's because other countries that don't have free, uh, very, very liberal free speech laws are stupid. Because the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, like, look, like, like it's great that you can say, that you can, you know, use hate speech against people. Yeah. It, no. You shouldn't. Really... It's awful. But it's great that you can do it. Like, having the freedom to say something and saying it are two very different things. But at the same time, like, you know, like, if someone, if I, if I called you a faggot and someone overheard it it and said, I find that offensive, I would say, well, go fuck yourself because I don't care because I was talking to Jimmy, not to you. But if I called, if they were gay and I called them a faggot, or if they weren't gay and I called them a faggot, it would, that would be a shitty thing to do. True. So basically, don't be a shitty person, but also don't think that your right to call everyone else out for being a shitty person is sacrosanct and somehow better than, you know, the uh, very liberal free speech laws that we have. Shut up, faggot. <laughs> I see, I do. I mean, for you, that's flirting, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're going through a bridge right now, and it's very loud. Is it? Yeah. 
and this uh, my new uh, my new car Chantal the 2013 your car is called Chantal Chantal I have named her Chantal because I wanted a sexy name so Chantal is a sexy name is it yes really no yeah it is but um she's not good at uh absorbing uh road noise so it tends to get loud in here but then you know that we really are driving and like right now we are driving through oxnard and there's more traffic and we hit traffic fun note about oxnard if you roll your window down and you drive through oxnard you get a whiff of something that smells like ox's nards. Um, God, I remember one of the first hookups I had in college. We, uh, I met up this guy with this guy down here in Oxnard. And he was supposed to show up and he flaked. And I was like so pissed off. So I just had to go back to school to my dorm and go, oh, I did get laid. <laughs> uh, the, the great days when you when uh, you would meet up with guys from um, IRC. <laughs> How I never got killed is beyond me. Like I'm sure there are tons of like uh, serial killers. Probably not so many around here. I don't think anyone who lives in Oxnard has enough uh, um, ambition to be a serial killer. killer. Serial killer. More, more likely to be a mass murderer. Or just a one-off. <laughs> there too. <laughs> now that would that would be very disappointing to be killed by someone too lazy to be a serial killer. Yeah. That would be really disappointing to me. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I want there to be, like, some clues to find my body and shit, not to, or, you know, like, or have it, like, you know, like, strung up on the side of a building with, I'll be back, you know, written in blood. You know, yeah, I wanted something like season one of True Detective. Or Hannibal. Or Hannibal, yeah. <laughs> so we are now in Newberry Park. We have gone up the Conejo grade. And we are now in the valley. The outer limits of the valley. Um, so I hated Blair Witch. You hated Blair Witch. Um, I hate... Although now I want to see it now. You should, oh, I, I... Well, and I told you before, I really want you to see it so that we can just, like, talk shit about how bad it was. Like, it's... It is really infuriating to me, like how bad a job they did. They really they didn't have to try that hard. They could have done a they could have turned in a, a, like a kind of a half-ass movie. Kind of like Blair actually kind of like Blair Witch Project 2. Like mm-hmm. Blair Witch Project 2 is it, especially in its finished form, which the director kind of disavows, but only kind of. Because they they added some stuff in that doesn't that kind of fucks up the movie. Okay. But it's still a good movie. And it's partly a good movie because it, it's such a radical departure from the first one. Have you seen it? Or no, I have only only listened to me like vent about how, how great and underrated it is. Um, <laughs> it really is. Like it's got it. It's not free of issues, but it is a it is a better movie than the Blair Witch Project sequel should be. 
uh, that came out like a year after, within a year of the first Blair Witch movie coming out. Okay. Um, it should not have been that good because it came out in October of 2002, I think. Um, and the first Blair Witch movie came out in June of 2000. No, sorry, uh, October of, of 2000. Um, and the first Blair Witch 2000 movie. 2000 or was it 99? Uh, Blair Witch 2 was 2000. Uh, Blair Witch was summer of 99. Yeah. Um, which was a great year for movies. Uh, for whatever reason, 1999 is one of the best years uh, for at least for mainstream movies. Um, and we've gone through, we've gone on about it before. Yeah. Um, There's just a lot of great shit. Yes. From that year. Um. Well, now we're in Camarillo. Right? No, we just got through Camarillo. No, we're in Newberry Park, Park, which is basically like Camarillo, but upper, upper Camarillo. And we're like the outskirts of Thousand Oaks. Yeah, why does it say 45 minutes to route 405? Oh, Jesus. Oh, there's going to be traffic. Oh! Stuck in a car with me. Stuck in a car with me. All right, well, let's... We don't necessarily need to make everyone be stuck in a car with us, so... Stuck in a car with us. Stuck in a car with us. You can imagine how great it was to go on a road trip with him. I'm a very easy person to get along with. (laughs) Fuck you, asshole. All right, so should we wrap this up? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Uh, so, like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, we are, we, we were talking about doing this a little bit more frequently if we don't kill ourselves. Yeah. Um, but if we do kill ourselves, it is going to be live streamed, and I think our friend Daniel's going to join us, so it'll be a three-way suicide, uh, that will be live streamed, and, um... If you can get to our bodies before the authorities come in and... You can sh- do whatever you want. And shut up all... You go free. Fuck us in the ass. Grab the pussy. <laughs> Grab the pussy. You know, defecate. You know, just have your way with us. We're, we're totally okay with it. It'll be live streamed, so... We'll, wear a mask. Yeah, so just do that. Uh, you might want to wear gloves so you don't get fingerprints all over the place. And, um, yeah, anyhow, so, um, you know, and we're also thinking about during, uh, if the Dodgers do make it to the World Series, we will, uh, do a live, uh, live thing with, um, doing play-by-play during the game. Jimmy will do play-by-play, I will be providing color commentary. Um, so, we might do that, uh, we'll see. Um, so, Jimmy's going to be... Are you going to be Charlie Steiner or are you going to be Rick Monday? I will be Charlie Steiner. Okay. Because I like Charlie. So, he's going to light the flag on fire, and I'm going to run out and save it, and then live off of that for the rest of my life. Yes. <laughs> yes, you will. It would... Like, one thing I will say about... Um, about a, a, a Cubs, the Cubs-Dodgers uh, uh, championship series is hearing Rick Monday call that might be kind of interesting because he played for both teams. Yep. He did. Uh, but he identifies much more as a Dodger than he yep. does as a Cub. Yep. Because uh, he actually won a World Series with the Dodgers. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Um, well, I don't know what our music is going to be. I haven't planned for that. So just enjoy. Uh, that's it. Bye. Bye.